Welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. Uh, this is a podcast where we watch an episode of Power Rangers and then we talk about it. This week we're going to be watching the first episode of Power Rangers entitled Day of the Dumpster. Its original air date was August 28th, 1993. Now we're going to pause the podcast, we're going to go watch the episode, and then we're going to come back and we will discuss in some fashion what happened. It's Morphin Time. Okay, everybody, we are back. So we watched uh, the first episode of Power Rangers a week ago, and then we re- <laughs> and then we recorded an episode of the Morphin Grid that was really good. I promise you. Unfortunately, um, because the way our setup works or doesn't work in a lot of ways, if Josh's laptop is plugged in while we're recording, it screws up all of the audio going in through the USB mics and makes it unlistenable. So the first part of the podcast, the intro, which you just heard, uh, went off without a hitch. And then we plugged it in just to charge it up a little bit while we were watching. And then just a whole – we didn't unplug it. <laughs> and then it just hitches yeah. like dominoes. Hitches everywhere. And so now we're recording it again once the wound has healed a little because it was a really maybe, good episode. Maybe for you. Right. I, I'm forcing I'm pretty Josh over to do the this. morphing grid as a thing at this point. <laughs> I'm forcing him to do this because – I'm only, I only had two points written down that I really wanted to make. Uh, I can still make them, but your genuine reaction is gone. It's gone. I know. All right, so I don't have my phone near me. So my Well, it's the first episode of Power Rangers. You've seen it 25 <laughs> to 600 times by now. <laughs> Including all the times I watched it on the VHS that was just Day of the Dumpster. Yeah, I probably watched it a hundred times. Right. No, it was Day of the Dumpster and the Bones episode. So it was one and two, I believe. Okay, so let's start at the beginning again. This is WrestleMania 27, where it all begins again? Where it all begins again. WrestleMania. A bunch of guys named Russell going crazy. Okay, so oh, I don't even know where to go. Here's how the episode starts. is The brief introduction... Of all the guys, all the power all rangers. The guys. Right, okay, so the fact that we just did this is going to make this a little stiff. We're going to we're gonna try to make it good. Or not. Maybe Josh will try to sabotage this so we never have to do one again. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so, so what happens is uh, Rita is freed from a meteor. She's in a space dumpster on a meteor. Which they never say. Which they never say. I swear to God, it was on the moon until a recent watching of it. But I was like, nope, that's not the moon. I'm pretty sure you can see the moon in the background. That's what cued it. Yeah. That's what, uh, that's what gave, gave it away. So to – no, scratch this. This is boring. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the stuff about Power Rangers that we like. Okay? Yeah. About this first episode. Let's do it. All right. Instead of just going over the episode – Pretty much for the rest of the series, we're, we're going to describe the episode in detail. You know, talk about what we like, talk about what we didn't like. Hopefully there's more like than not like. For this episode, we're just going to talk about Power Rangers in a more freeform way. Because, look, you've seen the episode. If you're watching The Morphin Grid, you've seen Day of the Dumpster. If not, it's on <laughs> Netflix. Go watch it again. If not, 
if you don't have Netflix, it's on YouTube. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be hard to find on the internet. No. It's at least on, like, Daily Motion. Right. Or some other free video watching software. Yeah, you can just find website, it. Website. And if you software. and if you can't find it through legal means, I'm sure you can find it through illegal means. But you shouldn't. But don't. But don't. Because that's bad. But look, if you have to watch the Power Rangers, who am I <laughs> to tell you not to? We're going to get shut down by the government. It's also on a dozen it. DVDs. You can buy any of those. Josh and I have uh, the... We both have the collection that's uh, – it's all of Mighty Morphin, and then it also came with the next four seasons, um, which is Zeo, Turbo, In Space, and Lost Galaxy, which I really should watch soon. <laughs> yeah. In Space was so good, though. In Space was so good. I don't – I know it's only downhill. Like, for- and it's the same thing where in Zeo, like, the last episode could be the end of Power Rangers – Right. Because it ended. Like, it wrapped everything up. In Space definitely wrapped everything up. Yeah, they... they Lost Galaxy is a whole new Power Rangers. New set of Power... New set of Power Rangers. Like, the way In Space ends is you would think that there would be no Power Rangers anymore. Or no need for Power Rangers. But where's the money in no Power Rangers? Rangers. Nowhere. Nowhere. There isn't any money. Um, Okay, so... Let's talk about our Power Rangers first. Okay, you got Jason. You're here. Okay, every. I'm gonna get a little inside baseball for a second. Um, there's a trope in writing called the five man band. Five man band is as follows: the hero, the lancer, the smart guy, the big guy, and the chick. Okay. Isn't there like a, like the dragon? Isn't that? That's thing? the five bad bands. Oh, okay. That's your big bad, your dragon, the brute, the evil genius, and the dark chick. <laughs> Do we have that? Not until in space with the Psycho Rangers. Well, oh, we're talking with like Rita and them. Yeah, I don't think we do. I mean, let me do the Power Rangers. Let's do the Power Rangers first, then we'll do the bad guys. Okay, all right. And then I'm pretty sure we can, we can get it together out of that. I don't know if we can get a brute. Uh, <laughs> um. Oh, maybe, maybe. Let's talk we'll about see. it when we get there. So your hero is Jason. Uh, Jason Lee Scott, if I'm remembering that correctly. Yes. Jason Lee Scott, who is uh, bold and powerful, according to Zordon. Oh, um, I hope you remembered all those, because I don't. I remember most of them. I'm pretty sure I got them all. Um, so we got, he's the hero. He's your Red Ranger, Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus! Tyrannosaurus! He's so amped to be a Tyrannosaurus. Wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. 1,000% <laughs> yes. So instantly uh, relatable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's also, he's, he's almost a stereotypically good guy. Like when we introduce when they introduce all the characters, um, they're like Jason and Zach are sparring, and then Kimberly and Trini are. Kimberly is on the balance. Kimberly's beam. on the balance beam because she's a gymnast. Trini is posturing. Is doing katas. <laughs> I think that's a kata. I don't. I didn't take karate. We were poor, <laughs> so I watched Power Rangers instead of taking karate. Um, one of the bonus features is the White Ranger kata. <laughs> I had that on a VHS I, when I was I a kid. I watched it. And it's like for kids, and it's it's Tommy, Jason Tommy, David Frank yeah. is Tommy, and he's like, hey, later. you know, not everyone's gonna be able to do this. Like the third move is a split, like a full split. <laughs> and I was he's, like, nope. He's weeding out the garbage. He's like, where I look, not everybody's gonna do it, and it splits. And he's like, no, I meant it. <laughs> so anyway, so so then Billy comes in, and he's Billy's the nerdiest '90s kid you can find. Um, 
and Jason is just automatically like they're they're already friends with him, and Jason's like a super good guy, and which brings up the headband thing that I didn't know that blew my mind, and we're just gonna rip this this bandaid right off. Rip the bandaid off. Okay, Josh pointed out. Let me say you it. You say it because I saw it, and I I had no idea. I didn't even notice. Okay, it. so it introduces all the characters really casually at the beginning by just showing them doing their own thing. And they casually, like, oh, you know, good spar, Zach. Thanks, Jason. So you get their names. So, yeah, you get their names out. Like, Way to go, Kimberly. Thanks, Trini. And then Billy you comes know. in, and I think one of them's like, oh, Billy, over here. Yeah, it's or, uh, <laughs> it's Zach, I believe. Uh, but Billy is a nerd. Right. Uh, and, that's, and that's not like, we're not being like, like, I don't play football, no, right? I'm not, we're not being like, what a nerd, you know, like, because, look, we're doing a podcast about Power Rangers. Yeah. All right? Like, who are we to judge who's a nerd and who's not like, a nerd? But we're saying nerd in the in the sense that, like, he's the way you can classify his character. Yeah, he's you know? he's a book guy. Yeah. He's, he's the guy who's going to go home and study on a Friday he's night. He's going to make your inventions, and he's going to, like, he's the smart guy. He works guy. for Google. Right. All right. It's, but he, he comes in. He's dressed in full karate gi over, like, dress pants and a button-down shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he's got this goofy headband on because he's, you know, it's for his first karate class. And karate guys wear headbands. And Jason and Zach were just sparring in regular gym clothes, like a tank top and Zubas. Zubas for (laughs) Zach. Because, look, it's the early 90s. You can't do anything about it. (laughs) Uh, But then... I don't know if it was just a cut. I don't remember. It was like there a There kind of is, yeah. Uh, they just cut to the karate class. Well, there's a Bulk and Skull thing we could talk about in a second if you want. Yes. Uh, because that sets up the karate class. Right. But they go to the karate class, and Billy just can't understand how to turn 180 degrees <laughs> while also lifting his fists. I don't know. But Jason, who was just sparring in his, the clothes that he's still wearing, also has now a red headband on. Uh, because he didn't want Billy to feel out of place and like a dweeb. Right. That's he just great. wanted him to be that's... comfortable in that class, and that's awesome. I'm getting chills again talking right. about it. See, now you're back in. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't notice that. Josh pointed out to me, and there was this really fun moment where I was a little – I wasn't misty, but like I was I was a little – I had chills. It was great because I didn't notice that. And it like I think that really speaks to who Jason is. Yeah. Um, like in that he's like, this is my friend. And he's not great at karate. Yeah, he's so al- he already feels uncomfortable. Because like if I can pull him in a little they, more. Because they show it's like, oh, Billy has all the smart stuff down about karate. All the memorizing stuff you need. It's yeah. just getting your body to work with that. Because he's like, what is karate about? And he's like, oh, uh, discipline, caring, respect, and something else. Yeah, he's done his homework. And like, yeah, like he came prepared. <laughs> he has he has notes. Um, you know, but then but when it comes to the actual karate, he just can't pull it off. Right. Uh, which is sad, you know, a little, bit, yeah. a little bit. But I mean, it's you need one guy who's not good at it, right? Like, yeah, you just need him. So that's who Jason is—the kind of person who will wear a dumb headband to make his friend look less dumb. Yeah. So that's that's Jason. That's your hero. That's <laughs> the guy that is gonna run your Megazord if when no one else can't. You know, like that's right. that's your leader. Uh, so then you go. So the next person in the five-man band is the Lancer. Well, I'm going to put on Zach. Put it on Billy because he uses the lance. Well, <laughs> not right? yet he doesn't. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Cutting that out. No. Um, so I'm going, to put, I'm going to put Zach in the lancer. And the, the, uh, describe what the lancer is. The lancer is, is for, 
for our listeners. For, yes, for our listeners, because I, <laughs> I know that you already know this. I, I've probably read the whole page on TV Tropes. Yeah, I've just been there a lot, because, um, you know, because <laughs> TV Tropes is a black hole. The Lancer is basically your hero in another context. He's the opposite of your hero. So, like, let's say your hero is, like, let's, I mean, D&D terms might be a bit obtuse. Nerdy? <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I said obtuse, but Nerd. but yeah. It's like if your hero is a paladin, your lancer's gonna be like a ranger. It's gonna be like still a good guy, but the the opposite. So like if your hero is if your hero is John Cena, your lancer is CM Punk. Okay, you know, like it's if you like wrestling. If you don't know what this means, basically, <laughs> basically, it's just sort of the opposite. He does so okay. He does good things, but a different way than your hero. I'll put does. it in terms that everyone will understand. If your hero is Leonardo, your lancer is Raphael. Bingo. Okay. <laughs> that's a that's a four temperament. Right, but cast, in, but in yeah. terms of the, the <laughs> relationship yes. of those two, yes, is that exactly? Yeah. So. So if your if your hero is a good like also just a, five because of Splinter, Splinter is the mentor, all right. Whatever, <laughs> all right. Then there's Metalhead and whatever. Metalhead's a robot. <laughs> he's the gunner. He's in one episode. He's in more of the new one, I think. Cause... Well, yeah, but he's in one episode of the '88 <laughs> series. Anyway, oh, anyway, I'm sorry, I ruined everything. '88, '86, '87, '87. If you average the two, um, by Lancer in Zach's specific case is. Uh, Jason's your karate guy. He's, you know, going to do what's right. He's going to wear a dumb headband to make his friends feel good. Uh, Zach is going to make quips and dance at your enemies. Right. But still getting similar effects. You know, like... He's still a good human being, but he's also snarky. Like... Yeah, he's a little snarkier. He's he's the one who, when duty calls, he's going to go, No, see you later, duty. Like, I, yeah. you know... Yeah, um, it's been real, but we gotta go we gotta go we yeah. <laughs> he's also the the black guy which um in the early 90s means he's cooler than all of your other friends uh like <laughs> right he's got a soul he's yeah he's that's uh, maybe a little farther no, than no, I want. That might be a little too far <laughs> but like i mean he he has a dance a fighting dance style yeah hip hop keto hip hop keto that's pretty cool that is cool. that's objectively pretty cool <laughs> uh so then your smart guy, obviously Billy, um, in the second episode, he creates wireless communicators that are mounted to your wrist that also can teleport they, you. Yeah, they, they, they uh, teleport because of a bug, I think. Yeah, it interferes. We'll have to get into that episode because I don't quite remember, but yeah. like the teleportation is a side effect of the communicator. Your smart guy, it's... Your, it's, your sorry, smart guy is really self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, also, like, Billy is the... Like, when they first meet Alpha, he's like a fully functional sentient automaton i've never seen anything like this but like he's not worried about it yeah he He, just wants to study it he's like you know can i just can i pop the hood like see what's out of there like the i don't know what the i had a point okay i had a point about billy no he's the smart guy he's just like he's smart it's it's really self-explanatory um fun fact in the, I'm wiggling my finger. <laughs> yeah, they can't hear that. Like I have a smart fact. Um, in in the uh, the Zeu Ranger, which is what Power Rangers is based on, which we never explained in this one. That's fine. Everybody basically knows. Power that. Rangers is, is based on a Japanese 
uh, series called. It's a Super Sentai series. Um, it's people in suits get weapons, fight robots, fight monsters in robots. Boom. <laughs> right. Um, this uh, the one that the Power Rangers is based on is called uh, Z Ranger or Zayu Ranger. I, I don't know. One or the other. Yeah. And uh, in that version, the Black Ranger is the smart guy, and the really? Blue Ranger is the snarky comedian guy. Mm. Yeah. But uh, Walter mm-hmm. Jones, who plays uh, Zack, thought it was important that the black guy be the Black Ranger, so that way black kids would immediately always be able to really? identify. Yeah. <clears throat> So take that, anyone who says, oh, did you ever notice how the black guy and the Asian guy aren't real dinosaurs? Right. <laughs> Guess what? In the Japanese version, they're all Japanese. So, right. So you're looking for racism where there really isn't any. <laughs> um, but I think that's really cool that he specifically said, like, I want, to be able, I want you to be able to identify me so they always have someone that they can identify with. Like – because if you jump into an episode knowing that there's a one of your – one of the characters is black – and it's the Blue Ranger, right? Especially back then, before like right. you could do other things with Power Rangers, like that might get a little confusing to kids. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's like a thousand episodes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and about half of them blur into my brain because I, <laughs> they're all the same episode to me. Um, so I can only imagine what I was like when I was four watching it. Right. You know, like and like uh, the thing with Zach being the Black Ranger. Uh, there's also, you know, oh, the Asian girl's the Yellow Ranger, which is not any kind of a thing that I picked up on when I was a kid. No, like, never. Like, like I there might have been the one time where it was like, oh, the, you know, he's a black guy, so he's the Black Ranger. But I, I, never, even, I never said it in a derogatory way, if I said it at all. I don't even think I noticed it, to be completely honest. Like, <laughs> I, like and if I did, it left, it was something that left such a small impression Right. That I don't remember thinking it then. But what kid in 1992, 93? 93. August 28th, 1993. Okay. What kid in 1993 is like, oh, Asian people are yellow? Right. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's that's more like jaded grunge teenagers yeah, being, that, you know. <laughs> um, anyway. I just wanted to get that out of the way. That racism thing is outplayed right. and stupid. Right. And we'll, uh, get, we'll get more to Trini in a minute. Yeah. Um, but back to Billy. Yes. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say about him being the smart guy. That's Do you have anything it. Anything you want to add? Like, he's he is the smart guy. Uh, he's so smart that he made their tele- their communicators teleport them by right. accident. And he understood. And like as soon as he landed in the uh, um, in, in the command center, he started playing around with stuff. Right. Like I don't know if you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's he's looking at Alpha like, like oh man I'm gonna take you apart yeah. one of these days. You're not gonna be looking. <laughs> I'm going to see what makes Alpha 5 tick. Um, Such a smart guy. Your big guy, which is your fighter, your bruiser, that's Trini. Because Trini is the most dangerous non-Jason fighter. Yeah. She is a black belt already. She's She's a karate person. She's the other one trained in a a real martial art. Yeah, right? And I think that kind of – like traditionally your big guy is like more stoic, you know? Right. And – She's definitely she very... She definitely is. Um, also, the Yellow Ranger is a, is a bruiser when they fight. Like, yeah. if, if you watch, that's the one that's more apt to, like, take a putty down in less moves. You know, instead of, like, kicking it around <clears throat> for a little while, it's like, right. it's going to kick it in the chest a couple times until it stops getting up. Yeah. Um, 
In Z Ranger, the Yellow Ranger is a man. Yes. Um, uh, which you could very obviously tell. In the, yeah, in the Sentai footage that they use. Because even, again, though, as a kid... I never picked up on it. The only thing I realized is, oh, Trini doesn't have a skirt on. It's probably because she's not as girly as Kimberly. Right, and that's... That was the end of that. Right, and that's <laughs> why... Like, I think that's why they picked Trini to right. be yellow instead of pink, you know? Because, like... Because yeah. Amy Jo Johnson is a gymnast. She's not going to be doing... Right. She, like, she just can't replicate, you know, like, kind of match styles as well. Right. Whereas, you know, if you kind of set up to, like, oh, Trini is going to... She's she's the one who stands up to Bulk and Skull in the first place. They like, both do. They both do, but, like, you could tell that, like, Trini was like... Yeah. Do you want to step? <laughs> you want to dance, Bulk, huh? Plus, she flipped Bulk. Right. So, so there you go. So there you go. Like <laughs> That in itself speaks volumes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... Another thing I like about Trini, this doesn't really have anything to do with her being the big guy, but she is Billy's translator. Translator. Um, when Billy's like, whenever he spits out any garbage, they they just look at Trini and then she just explains it. Yeah. We, we had an example last time, but I don't remember I it. I know that like Zordon's like, you know, he talks about morphing, and somebody probably Kimberly <laughs> is like morph? morphing, and then and Billy's and like, Billy's you, like know, you know, metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. And then Billy's like, or and Trini says like changing yeah, or like no, transform. Like, that means to change. Yeah, like she's like, just a dictionary for Billy. She's also very smart, but, but she knows how to talk at a right, normal but, but person's level. But she's not level. just smart. Yeah. Um, so she has she has built in layers right there. Whereas Jason kind of doesn't. Jason's like, a little one dimensional. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, with the friendship thing, like. I didn't notice that. Like, that's the thing you got to dig for, which I like. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping I can pick something like that out of every episode, but I don't know how much Power Rangers is going to play along with me for that. <laughs> we'll see. I'm going to watch them all very, very closely now, though, after I saw that. I, me too. I'll watch a little more closely now. Um, so, yeah, Trini's uh, she's best fighter, big guy. I think that's pretty much covers her. Uh, then, lastly, is uh, the first love of my life. Uh, <clears throat> the chick. The chick. Which traditionally the chick is the useless one, the one that just kind of tags along and is there, and the only reason Kimberly fits the chick is because her defining characteristic is how dang pretty she is. Right. You know, um, she's also a great gymnast and she's really good at fighting in like a gymnastic <clears throat> style. So she's not just the chick. She's not like dead weight. Right. But she's also not the big guy or the smart guy or the lancer yeah. or the hero, you know? Like, she's... I don't know. Like, the the term the chick fits because she's, like, she's your pretty girl. She's your girly girl. Yeah, exactly. Um, she's the one who's going to be like, those shoes, really? Right, well, she's you know? the one, like, after their first fight is cutting to the end a little bit, but... <laughs> Who cares? You've seen Power Rangers. You know yeah, they're like... <laughs> she's like, I don't know... My hair gets all yeah, tangled the, up in the, the helmet. The outfits are cool and all. Yeah. <laughs> but my, my hair gets a little tangled up in the helmet. I don't think I can do it. Not! But yeah, so so she is classified as a chick, but the thing that's kind of really progressive about Power Rangers is how much they don't care about the labels that they give them. Yes. Like, they put these characters in a spot, and then they go, but that's not all. Like, Kimberly, Kimberly's a chick, and she's, you know, she jumps into the Megazord, and she's like, 
Nice stereo. Nice stereo. Like, she doesn't even care. Like, everyone else is like, you know, Billy here, all systems go. Trini here, Zach here. All Kimberly says is, hey, nice stereo. Nice stereo. Like, that's the first thing she knows is how sweet her ride is. Like, right. <laughs> you know, and, and that has a merit all its own, which will probably end up helping them out later. I'm almost sure of it. Let's keep that um, in the back of the head. But, like, it's sort of like how, you know, Zach is... He's a dancer, you know, but he's not – I don't know. Like he's he's the dancer. He's the funny guy. Yeah. But he's he's more than that. He's also a good fighter and he's also going to stick up for his friends. And he's he's also the one that's going to tell the giant floating head to, you know, go pound snow. Like, you know, there's, there's layers to every character. Right. You know, and that's sort of – that's kind of really impressive considering it's the 90s and like – like, the only reason Power Rangers is, is, like, progressive now, because it has a lot to build on. Right. But, like, if you watch... There's a lot of kids' shows that are just like, hey, kid, come here, I'm going to spoon-feed you this information. Like, this guy's the hero. He wears red. Red is a good... is our hero color. Right. Here's the nerd. He wears glasses and suspenders. I mean, Billy does. I mean, well, Billy wears overalls in this episode. He wears overalls, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It's just... It's not done in a way that's, like, talking down. It's in a way that's, like, including kids. It's like, oh, yeah, you're not good at... You're you're a smart kid, like you right. you like well, math. Here's you a Billy. Here's your guy. Like yeah. you know, oh you're a girl, but you're not a girly girl. Here's Trini. Oh you're a girl, but you are a girly girl. Here's Kimberly. Here's Kimberly. <laughs> you know, like there's something for everyone. Yeah. Um, and it's like I don't know. It's impressive. And all yeah. five of them are superheroes. Right, there yeah. there is then, a superhero in the show that every human being can relate to at least one of them. Right. Exactly. And then like. <laughs> Like yeah, they're all superheroes. It's like you're all different in the, in these ways, and then you morph and you're all bad dudes. Like right. you're, like you're gonna <laughs> drive dinosaur robots around to beat up monsters. Yeah, like Kimberly still <laughs> has a giant robot. How many pterodactyl robots do you have? None. <laughs> you know, like makes me sad. I don't have any. I know. I dude, I'd, <laughs> I'd be the Pink Ranger. I don't care. Yeah. Done. I wouldn't even think twice. They'd be like, oh, Zordon would be like, Josh, patient and wise. I think that's the Blue Ranger. That's the Blue Ranger. Oh, the, right. All right, so we have Jason, who is bold and powerful. Zack, who is clever and brave. Trini, who is fearless and agile. 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 Ad, she, she is agile. She is agile. Just one. Not enough to constitute a rack. Um, Billy is patient and wise. And Kimberly is graceful and smart. Yes. So those are their characteristics that Zoran tells them that they are. It's basically – well, they don't do a great job of it. Zoran pretty much tells them these are the attributes of the Power Rangers. The, this is why you were chosen because you are these things. Right. It's, but it's, it's not presented in a way that makes right. it seem you like You kind of have to dig for it. It seems like he's like, hey, five rando teenagers – um, I mean, first he doesn't even say teenagers in the in the opening credits. It's five teenagers with attitude, right? Yes. Wrong. It's well. I mean, yes, it's right. <laughs> that is what it is in the credits. In that the statement credits, was true. <laughs> but never again. Um, only in the credits. Only in the credits. It's because he says we need five overbearing and over emotional humans. He means teenagers, but he doesn't yeah. know the word teenagers. But so because he's been trapped in a time right. warp. For but Alpha's been around years. the whole time. Yeah, Alpha. He knows what teenagers he are, knows and teenagers. he hates them. <laughs> he hates teenagers. They pick these five appropriately colored, color-coded uh, teenagers, uh, 
And he gives, he says you're these characteristics. Yeah, the real reason they were chosen is because their wardrobes are all the right color. And they all know each other, and uh, kids are more likely to accept fighting right. monsters. Actually, I don't believe that. I feel like he should have chosen adults with jobs who could, like, handle it better. <laughs> like, this is a way to seriously screw up some kids. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that said, if, you know, at the age of 14, he's like, hey, I, c- I need you to be a Red Ranger, Jake. I'd be like, dude... You got it, I'm bud. in. <laughs> Let me just drop out of school right now and be a full-time ranger. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, like, it, if you dig a little bit, it kind of seems like he's, like, the Red Ranger is bold and powerful. And so right. are you, Jason. And that's why you're the Red Ranger. Right. Um, you kind of have to make that conclusion yourself. Yeah. You know? Uh, they – we didn't mention it yet in this recording of this episode – which is like the third or fourth time it's we've recorded this. It's the third time this. we've tried it. Uh, <laughs> but this episode is super fast-paced because they have 20 minutes. It's 20 – it's like 22, 23 minutes. The YouTube video we just watched was 20 – like 2013 or something. Did like that have the credits at the end? Maybe it didn't. I don't know. But anyway. I can't imagine two minutes of credits either. Right. Either way. So, yeah, they have 20 to 22 minutes to cram – all of the backstory of yeah. Power Rangers. A whole universe yeah. into 20 minutes. You know, you need to introduce... So, I mean, that's why he's just like, Jason, bold and powerful, you will be the Red Ranger. Right. He's, he's basically <laughs> saying, we'll flesh this out over the next couple episodes. Um, but right now, you got a monster. You know, Goldar's attacking the city, you know? like Right. Or he's about to. Basically, there's evil afoot, and you need to stop it. So that's that. So, let's talk about... <laughs> The bad guys. Bad then. guys? Okay. Do you want to do it in terms of the five bad band? Let's see if we can. So you got your big bad, who is... Who's currently Rita. Rita uh, Repulsa. There's, there's a million of them in Power yeah, Rangers. Yeah, eventually there's... Yeah. But right now, it's your just big bad Rita. is Rita. Rita Repulsa, the space witch from the dumpster, who celebrates <laughs> being freed from a dumpster by destroying the nearest planet. Right. This has got to be old hat to her. Which is weird. <laughs> which she's released from the dumpster in this episode... She's like, oh, it's time for my coming out party. I better destroy the nearest yeah, planet. Yeah, she's like, that's when I destroy the nearest planet. But in the opening credits, she just she doesn't want to destroy her. She wants to conquer it. Yeah. I mean... What does she want me to believe? What do I... <laughs> I think... I don't know. Let's call up Haim Saban. He doesn't even know. Oh, not anymore. He doesn't know what he's trying to say. If he did then, <laughs> he doesn't anymore. Seen interviews um, with that guy? They're a little... <laughs> There's a, I understand Although why. I owe, I owe him one childhood. Oh, yes. uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a tattoo. Josh and I have matching tattoos of a Power Ranger lightning bolt on one of our knuckles. So, yep. Uh, there's that's us in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Rita's her big bad. She's a space witch. She's super powerful. She is in charge because. They do whatever she says. Like they, right? Like they're never like, oh, what do you think we should? They're like, you know, if they get snarky, she's like, I will, I will kill you. I will send right. you. To, I will throw you to Earth. I'll <laughs> put you way. back in the dumpster. Yeah, that she blew up. She blew she it could. up. She's got dumpsters to spare. Yeah, come on. She's you a know. space witch. She could make a dumpster right. if she needs to. She's a space to. witch on a space moon palace that she made. It was just there, right? Maybe it was already there. We never know. We never. We're never told. How the space nope. palace. The only thing, and this is sort of exists. your theory, is that the earthquake was her making. Was just it the her making the, the castle was so powerful that it shook the earth. Yeah, 
It's better than just a random earthquake because Rita got away. That's like, way better, yeah. Um, an earthquake was an excuse to evacuate everyone from the juice bar. Yeah, that is the reason uh, it exists. That's the story uh, <laughs> reason, um, or the the plot reason. It could also be the concentrated evil of Rita is released from the space dumpster, which then shakes the earth. Right, and it took a minute, because it had to go from the right. meteor all the way to space. Yeah, it, it, can't, it can't space. travel faster than light. So it takes that no. amount of time to get there. Sure. Yeah. I'll buy it. Whatever. It's Power Rangers. They're about to go fight a, a gold wolf bear. Right. So, I mean, I'll take anything. Speaking of gold wolf bears, that's our dragon, who is your evil lancer. The dragon is, like, your number one gun. He's, right. you know, I need I need you to go hurt somebody. You send your dragon. Right. You know, it, I'm too important to go there and potentially get killed myself. Goldar, you do it, you know. And he's super loyal even though she cuts his wings off off screen sort of um because he has them in the beginning and then he never has them again he gets them back well he i mean so he it's gets not that back, he never has them again but he just doesn't have them anymore he loses and it's... them in this battle okay but they're not cut off they're not... yes they are okay okay sorry right. whoa <laughs> um well look i need i need to make it make sense or else i'm, I'm gonna fall out i don't want to fall out of power Rangers. right yeah so... um they were so badly damaged that Rita had to get rid of them. She had to amputate. Yes. Because or else, or else he would have got. They would got infected. Gang gold. <laughs> and he would. <laughs> I'll allow it. Um, so then your your evil genius is Finster, I would say. Finster is the evil genius. Uh, because he makes your monsters... His competition is Squatter Baboo. <laughs> right. I mean, Baboo is sort of a scientist, but he's also... He's also Baboo. He's also an so, idiot. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Finster makes the monsters out of clay. Um, you can tell he's super smart because he's he got glasses. glasses. Yep. Uh, in, and he talks in a more, like, fancy way. Yeah, he, he has a, a little of a bit of an affected accent. It's, yeah. It's not really English, but it's... It's, it's like boring. rich New England, yeah. I would say, <laughs> which is where Josh and I are from. Yep. So we've heard that in person, uh, probably. Like somebody, we've heard people who really talk like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He makes your monsters. Uh, he has a he has a couple molds pre-made for putties because he doesn't want to make a putty every time. Right. If you had you to know. craft a putty every time, Dude, yeah. that would defeat the whole point of putties. Right, yeah. So um, that's why they're not as good, because he's just like, let me roll this up, slap them in there. Right, like, it's just a yeah. mold. It's a cookie cutter. Yeah. It's not- <laughs> then he throws them in the Monstermatic, about 10 seconds will do, and then out pop putties. Um, later on, he, he makes other monsters out of clay, and there's a disconnect between what I'm sure is the Japanese version, where he makes them, um, and they're new. And then the American version where he makes them, but they're, they've always been monsters in her catalog. Wasn't that catalog from the Japanese footage? Yeah, but I feel like the explanation of like, because they always refer to like, oh, what do you think about Melon Brain right. or Pumpkin Wrapper? I want to you know, like, watch Zayu Ranger because now I'm, now I'm back on board to writing my reboot of Power Rangers that... Is ba- is basically the same, but fixes some weird stuff. Right. Like this would be Rita's sketchbook, so she gets an idea for a weird monster, draws it, and then shows Finster. Yeah. And makes him make a real one. That might like, be the the Zayu Ranger version. That's why I want to yeah. watch. I gotta watch Zayu Ranger. Yeah, you can find it. Yeah, <laughs> find it somewhere. Definitely um, that one. Uh, <laughs> at the very least, yeah. Um, but then, like in in the American footage, 
it seems like it's just monsters that she's had in her army forever, right. you know? Like, when they're like, oh, what about uh, Venus Flytrap? Uh, that might be a Zed monster. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I know sure Pumpkin that. Rapper is. <laughs> Pudgy Pig. What about Pudgy Pig? Oh, he'll work nicely for this. It's not like right. it's not like Finster yeah. M idea for a pig monster that eats everything. I need you to make it. It's like, oh, make make another pudgy pig. Yeah, you know, like right. or or. Well, there are a few later on who are like who aren't made by Finster. Uh, one of them I want to talk about while we're going through this, but that'll be when we get there. So, but there there are a couple monsters who are like one of them's dormant on Earth. Rita wakes her yeah. up. Yeah, like uh, that's that's the way I would have gone with it. But like, you can't. You can't marry the two footage, the two you know stories without, because yeah. if if it was like they're all dormant, then why does why does he have? Because in the first episode, he just got extra ones laying around, like he's just got a pudgy pig and like a crab yeah. There's guy. like a table full of clay figures he's made already. And some of them he's just waiting to moving, fire them up. So like like the, the clay is magic, maybe, and that's why maybe because like some of them are moving. They have like arms that move and like right jaws. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Fun fact. Anyway. So anyway. Finster's the evil genius. He's the evil genius. The brute, I'm going to have to give to Babu. Uh, I have a different idea for the brute, but... Is it also Goldar? Nope. Scorpina. Scorpina. Scorpina might be the dragon in the strictest sense then, because she only shows up when they're like, we're not messing around right now. Right. We, need, we need Scorpina to... To mess some stuff up, and that would make Goldar the brute. Well, what's the define the, the brute? The brute is you're you're not very smart, does whatever he's told, has big fists, ain't afraid to use them, guy. That would make Goldar the brute. That would make Goldar the brute, and that would make Scorpino yeah. the dragon. Which is weird. And then Squat and Babu would be oh. the dark chicks. The dark chicks together. The useless uh, ones. The, the dark chick and the tag along kid. Right. <laughs> but the evil tag along kid. Right. Take a long jerk. I don't know. Um, so Scorpina isn't in this episode, so we won't talk about her. She's, right. She's pretty cool, though. She comes up pretty early, pretty I think. Pretty soon. Yeah. Five, six, maybe. Uh, we'll that, figure it out. We'll, get, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yep. Uh, but Squat is the official explanation of Squat <laughs> is the combination of a warthog and a blueberry. So does that mean that Rita had these two things and just... Combined them with her space no, one. I don't know if that's just like what Hayim Saban or is that used just to describe just him? to describe the way he looks. Yeah, because like I don't see. I mean, okay. To be fair, the only not actual, like, the only warthog I know about is Pumbaa. Is Pumbaa? So, so well, he's got like he does have a jowl a and he's jowl. got some tusks and yeah. and he's blue and lumpy and he's blue and round. Yeah, so like I get it. I can see it. His main role, if you can believe it, is infiltrator. He's the guy that sneaks into Trini's room and makes Mr. Tickle Sneezer a bad guy. But that's the only example of that. There are others. They Well him and him and Babu throughout Mighty Morphin will like will be the guys who go and get an item sneakily. Like Yeah, yeah, um, and and Babu is a is one of the evil, the Wicked Witch of the West's flying monkeys with a human face. Yeah, and no wings. And instead of, yeah, no wings. And instead of flying, he rides a penny farthing, which is one of those. No, weird... Rita, Rita rides that. 
He rides one later. Does he? It, it might be the same one. Maybe it might be it's hers. hers. Yeah, yeah, just borrow her wheels. Uh, Penny Farthing, if you don't know, is one of those weird Victorian bikes. With Penny the... Farthing sounds like a verb. Sounds like a thing you would do. Right, you yeah. Would penny Farthing. I'm going to go Penny Farthing. It's not, though. It's a bike with a big wheel in the front, a little <laughs> tiny baby wheel in the back. I don't know how it stays up. I, I just have no idea. Maybe there's two tiny baby wheels it's in like, the back. It's like a unicycle with a training wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Never thought of it like that. Oh, man. They're never going to see those the same again. Uh, <laughs> or I'll never see a unicycle. I'll be like, hey, man, you should just get a training wheel for that. Get a penny farthing. Get a penny farthing. It's way more impressive. Was it, that's all five, right? That's all five. Because um, Dark Chick, I imagine, is just a useless villain on the team. It's basically, like, it's like the it's the girl who, um, I wish I could think of an example. But it's just, it's it's usually like the girl who's Psycho just Pink, like. Right? Yeah, Psycho Pink, um, where she just gets <laughs> mad at everybody. And is more will more like they might defect, maybe not. Yeah. You know, it's basically just the the chick, but dark. That's why it's the dark chick doesn't have its own name. Right. You know, uh, the other thing for the dragon might be the weekly monsters. That could be too. Um, in which case, Scorpina does kind of fall under that. Scorpina is king of the dragons. King of the dragons. She is the little queen of the. Dragons. She is blue eyes white dragon. <laughs> <laughs> She's silver, or she's gold. She's gold. She's an ugly scorpion monster, she, but then a pretty good-looking lady. In, she uh, <laughs> and Golda are married in Zahu Ranger. Yep. It's weird. That is weird. Scorpion is a weird thing that I can't wait to talk about later. Yes, Because I want to talk about it right now, but she's coming up. She's I'll coming up, it. yeah. So those are those are our main bad guys. Then we have our, our four supplementary characters, which are Squat, not Squat, Human squat, bulk, bulk, <laughs> bulk and skull, and alpha and Zordon, and Ernie, and Ernie. Ernie plays a pretty big role. He does. He doesn't know yet, but he in canon figures out that they're the power rangers. Yeah, that's why all their juice is always on the are house. free, and that's why he almost goes bankrupt a million times. <laughs> Which I mean, I kind of like that because if anyone's gonna figure it out, it's gonna be like the guy who's always there when they're like, "We gotta go." Yeah, you know. And who, like, trouble always shows up, and then they're not around, and, you know, like, it makes sense. Um, but then Bulk and Skull are basically two villains that the characters can deal with when they're humans. Yeah. Um, it's, so, Jason Narvi, National Treasure Jason Narvi is, <laughs> is Skull, and then Paul Schreer is Bulk. Schreier? Schreier? Schreier, Schreier? I say Schreier because it flows out of my mouth better. Um, I say but... Schreier because... <laughs> Because it's I-E. But if he hears this... Paul, if you're listening. And you correct me, I'll start yeah. saying it right. Uh, just tweet me, JJ underscore Mason. <laughs> um, or JNix04. Yeah. N-I-C-S-04. Yes. Uh, zero four. Oh, yes, so zero four. Always a letter, so you got to be specific. You're right. I, whenever I'm saying a phone number, I say zero for that reason. Right. Uh, they are in real life best friends, which uh, just... Tickles my heart. Because of Power Rangers. Because of Power Rangers. They um, didn't know each other before they were on the show yeah. together. Um, but basically, they are just... They start out as two punk bullies, and they are two, like, leftover 80s punks. Yeah. Um, pretty hard. I would say that they're a year older than the Power Rangers, but I don't know. Well, I mean... Because originally the Power Rangers were seniors, and then yeah. they kept going, and then they were freshmen they again. They were freshmen. Yeah. For four years. For four years, and then they graduate. And then they graduate. <laughs> the timeline gets screwy because it gets so popular. Right. Because it was a phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
You can't predict that kind of thing. No, you can't. It was it was more highly rated than Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. So Power I mean, Rangers was the hottest thing on TV for a long time. Yeah. There's there's a lot of Power Rangers stuff out there that even we don't know about. And I'm something of an expert. We're gonna have to fix that. Yeah. I wish I could ask you for examples, but you don't know I about them. Know. So like I know there's like I was in the fan club when I was a kid, and there was like a video that came with it. I think the video It's a bonus feature. I is watched it. It's a bonus it. feature now, yeah. Yep, it's I had neat. that VHS. Um it came with like a a certificate saying I'm an honorary Power Ranger. Um, it came with which I wish I still had. It's you don't know what you got till it's gone. Right. Uh, my old dog Junker, who I miss dearly, um, she was a great dog, about fifteen times my size, but thought she was a lap dog. Um, <laughs> she chewed up my Dragon Zord, and so now I wish I could just go back in time and just steal my Dragon Zord right before uh, Junker starts chewing on it. Right. And then so so instead of like oh my Dragon Zord's all ruined. I just oh I lost my dragon sword, rats, but then now I would have my dragon sword and it could hang out with my mega sword, you know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but then like I wish I had that certificate. It came with uh, like pencils, Power Rangers pencils, maybe some of the trading cards, which I had just about all of them. I had a set of them that were like those ones that when you move them, the picture changes depending on what angle you the, view it the, from. Um, not holographic, yeah, but the, you know what I mean. I don't the know. lenticular. That that's yep, the I had word. a set of them that was like you know here's Kimberly. And now it's a pink ranger. Now it's a pink ranger, and yeah. I just I still have <laughs> up, like buckets and buckets of, to- of Power Rangers toys that my dad keeps threatening to throw out, and I'm like just put it in the house. It's fine. Right. Um, like uh, I have a bunch of the the action figures that if you flip if you pull their belt down, their head will flip. They will morph, but just their head. I had at least. The Green Ranger. I had all of them. Um, I have in my possession currently just Jason because that's the only one I found when I was looking for him. No, I Um, had at least two of them because there's a picture of me. This is great. I hope my mom still has it because I want it now. Uh, There's a picture of me. I've got a Power Rangers like sweatshirt on and uh, like Power Rangers Zubas. (laughs) (laughs) So you know like the... The original, like, artwork, I guess, for right. the Power Rangers, where they're all drawn a little bit awkwardly in right. fighting positions. It has those all over the pants. Had... And I'm holding up uh, Jason and Tommy. Yeah. And I'm wicked excited. Here's, I have I have a <laughs> lot of pictures of me with uh, various Power Rangers accoutrements. My two favorites, and I will, I will post them in the description, in the episode description... Uh, we'll get, we have some sort of link to them. But the the first one is my favorite picture of me ever. It's me when I'm five years old. Maybe I'm four. No, it's five. Holding up the Megazord box like I am Indiana Jones <laughs> and I have just got the Holy Grail. Like I – here. okay, here's the story. You've probably heard it a million times, but these people haven't. So, um, right. so when I was five – all I wanted was the Megazord for Christmas. That was my entire list. It just said Megazord, um, but it was a full page. It just, <laughs> list. Number one, Megazord. No number two. That's it. Um, unfortunately for me, every other five-year-old boy wanted a Megazord as well. They were the Tickle Me Elmo of that year. And to be more accurate, Tickle Me Elmo 
was the Megazord of its year. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, the Furby was the Megazord of that year. It all The toy craze, I am convinced, started with the Megazord. <laughs> so I'm from New Hampshire. I'm from a small town in, New Hampshire, in, the, in the south of New Hampshire um, called Ringe. You don't need to look for it. You don't find it. There's nothing there. Anyway. <laughs> There's a Walmart. That's it. Um, at <laughs> oh, the, and Earl's. Go at the Earl's. time. Oh, definitely go to Earl's. <laughs> Sandwich Master Plus. Yes. It's on the way to Jaffrey, which is another town you don't... There's nothing in. <laughs> anyway, so we lived... I don't know if we lived in Jaffrey still or if we'd moved to Ringe. It, no, if I'm five, we lived in Ringe. So uh, there isn't even a Walmart built yet because Walmart didn't come around till I was... No, maybe it was around. I don't know. Either way, it was out. Everything was out. My parents went all over the state trying to find a Megazord. They went all over Massachusetts. They went all over Vermont because that's the... The three states that are accessible. My mom had word out to everyone she had ever met <laughs> that if you see a Megazord, you buy it for me, and I will and I will pay you back because we need it. Uh, because my mom and my dad uh, didn't. They they were worried, and this is up until like the twenty second of December. They were trying to figure out a way to explain this, to me. This sounds an awful lot like the plot to a movie that I love. Which movie? Christmas Story? Jingle All the Jingle Way. Jingle All the Way. It's based on it. <laughs> I didn't write that movie, but I mean... That movie's based on Megazord. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so they up until like the 22nd, maybe maybe a little earlier, but it was mid to late December. Uh, my parents were trying to figure out a way to explain to me why Santa couldn't get me the only thing on my list. <laughs> so they were... Nervous wrecks. I can't imagine the person you would be right now. Me either. If this went any differently. Here's, here's what happened. <laughs> uh, my Uncle Mitch, RIP in peace, Uncle Mitch, uh, Saint Mitch, <laughs> old Saint Mitch, uh, worked at, or didn't work at, he owned a mini mart in northern New York, uh, in, in somewhere in upstate New York. One of the kids that worked for him also worked at a Kmart, um, and so my Mitch was my uncle Mitch was one of the people on alert for the Megazord, um, and so the kid who worked for him called him up from Kmart and was like, "We have one Megazord left. You need to come down here right now because I will get fired if I'm caught hiding this." <laughs> so my uncle Mitch drove to Kmart, got the Megazord, express mailed it overnight. To my dad's work, and this is why I'm, I think um, that it was like the 21st or 2nd that he found it, because it, he overnighted it to my dad's work with both the shipping address and the return address as my dad's work. So right. if it got lost, it only had one place to go. Um, they got it either on the 23rd or Christmas Eve, and then I had the best Christmas any kids ever had. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. That's my that's my Power Rangers story. Uh, that's my big one. That sums you up. <laughs> yeah, that um, explains a lot of things about yeah. who you are. <laughs> uh, like there, I mean, I can't even imagine that. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't have any super interesting Christmas stories like that. I don't have any super interesting Power Rangers stories like that either. Uh, uh, I I have one more, and it's I should tell it later. Because the Green Ranger's in it. But it has nothing to do with the show itself, so I'll tell it now. When I was six, maybe, um, the Power Rangers were doing a special appearance at Pizza Haven. Okay? 
Okay. This was huge. (laughs) (laughs) The Power Rangers, who were still real, they were real people to me. I was watching a documentary every day at 4 o'clock, you know, like, (laughs) um, they were going to be at the pizza place in my town in Ringe, New Hampshire, which is only on a map of my county, not actually on a map of New Hampshire. <laughs> um, like it's on some, but just as like a dot, it says Ringe, and there's no boundaries, and you don't know what. It, <laughs> like it might just be a lake, you don't know. Right. Um, so, so obviously, I was like, Mom, we have to do this. We have to go see the power. I need to meet the Power Rangers, or else my life is over. <laughs> 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 so we went to the power. So we went there, and the Power Rangers were there, but only three of them, only Billy, Kimberly, and Tommy, and not Billy, Kimberly, and Tommy, the Green Ranger, the Pink Ranger, and the Blue Ranger. Right. And so I went to the Green Ranger, who I was just best friends with automatically, because because <laughs> like, dude, I know him. I, yeah. I know I know who he really is. Come on. Like, right. We're obviously gonna be friends, you know. So I'm like, <laughs> we're. Where's Jason and Zach and Trini? And this dude is one smooth operator. Like, I wish I knew who was this guy so I could shake his hand for keeping this alive. Because he could have said, I'm a guy in a suit, idiot. Like, you know, like, and just crushed six-year-old me. But instead, what he, what he said was, oh, they're off fighting uh, Rita. Uh, there's a monster attack. And so they went to fight that so we could still come here for you guys. And I was like, oh, of course. Right. Um, obviously, <laughs> that's why they're not here. Uh, not because Pizza Haven can only afford three Rangers. Sometimes things like this uh, restore a little bit of the faith in humanity I've lost. Right. <laughs> from yeah. working in retail. Oh, man. And, like, I don't know. I just I wish I knew who these people were just so I could, like, buy them dinner and be like, hey, you are super important <laughs> to me. Like, uh, uh, I met the Red Ranger one time. Uh I don't remember it. I was really little, and I don't remember things from recent times. So right. <laughs> uh, I have a picture of it somewhere. And I, as a kid, I bought it. But looking at the picture, it's ridiculous. Because <laughs> this guy, it's obviously a guy in a suit, but it's like a super cheap suit. Oh, it's like one of those Superman suits with like the muscles built in? No, it's even like worse than that. Oh. <laughs> but the helmet isn't a human head size. It's giant and like sits on his <laughs> shoulders. And you're like, dude, read a message. And it's a picture huh? of tiny little seven, maybe eight year old me. I don't know. I don't know what year it was in. I think I still have a mullet at that so point. So who knows? I could any time in the nineties. Just thumbs up in oh, the nice. camera. Uh, <laughs> and um, it's in it's in a giant the frame is a giant million dollar bill. Because I got it at a local carnival. Nice. In, in Athol, Massachusetts. <laughs> nice. Um, the, the other picture, I just remembered I said there were two pictures of me that were particularly great. I'll have to have my mom scan it. Well, one of them is scanned. My mom needs to scan the Megazord picture. The other picture is me on uh, en route to my first day of kindergarten. So I'm reaching for my door. I've got Power Rangers sweatshirt, a Power Rangers t-shirt. Power Rangers pants on, sweatpants. Power Rangers sweatpants. I didn't. I don't know how, um, but I have them. <laughs> I, I'm wearing Power Rangers shoes. I guarantee you, I am wearing Power Rangers skivvies. Uh, <laughs> I think my socks could go either way, but it's safe to assume they're just regular white socks. Um, but who knows? Maybe they're Power Rangers socks. I got a Power Rangers backpack. I have a Power Rangers lunchbox and a Power Rangers thermos in that backpack. If you look in the back, there is a trash can. 
like you know those like novelty trash cans it's just like it's a circle and it's tin yeah um, it might have been a popcorn can right i don't know if they yeah. still make those so if you're a kid listening you might not get that they do you i think they exclusively sell through scouts scout, uh, or like at uh like or school, school fun- fundraisers, fundraisers yeah um, it's like a power rangers popcorn can and the picture looks like I have action figures standing up, but it's just it, – it's, it's a trash can. Um, there are just Power Rangers littered throughout the picture. Uh, there was nothing else in my life until <laughs> I was at least 10 when I started watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's the gap I made. It was Power Rangers. And like I watched, I watched other things obviously like you know, Beetleborgs and Mystic Knights of Tiernanog and VR Troopers because they were also Saban. And I think that's very telling of me that, like, when I was five years old, I was like, oh, this production company makes power. I, I should watch these other things. Um, but, like, then I – it was, like, that and cartoons and Ninja Turtles and stuff. And then it was, like, 10 years old, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, from there on. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so I will I will try to get those two pictures. I will, I will put them in the description so you can see how goofy I yeah, am. Yeah, I'll find – I know I have that picture of me and the Red Ranger. Uh, in, Do you have it here? Yeah, it's here. Oh, nice. Because I remember it's in one of those totes. Right. Uh, Both of us just recently moved to Austin, Texas from New England. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have my Megazord that washes out over me, and I have my flip head Red Ranger, and that's all the Power Rangers toys I have here. Um, I'm going to... As far as toys go, I think the anniversary Legacy Morpher is all I got with me. <laughs> oh, I also have that. Because we're the baddest dudes in Revere. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, adu- we're adult men who both graduated There was college. a half second where we were almost sure that they worked. Right. Oh, yeah. That first time. Uh, we <laughs> we drove and call- we drove to and called the same Toys R Us for weeks. Every day for weeks. Like Until they finally got three in and were good enough to hold all three of them for us. Yeah. And, like, we were at my house when we called. Which yep. is a good 45 minutes away yeah. from the Toys R Us, which is the only Toys R Us within an hour and a half. Anyway, so yeah, so we they, they held them for us, uh, and this is this is the exact conversation. Um, Hi, do you have any of the Power Rangers Legacy Warpers? Uh, yep, we have three in. Can you hold them? All of them? Yes, all of them. <laughs> My name is Jake. We'll be there in an hour. <laughs> Uh, the third one was for another friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't just need two, you know. I don't need my shelf copy. Or right. My, uh, the one I take to work. Right. Uh, but yeah, then we we morphed. Cause uh, yeah, we were. Well, I had to drive home, so I didn't open mine yet. Uh, Jake opened his. No, we opened them at my house because we went from my house. No, to yours. House. Yours was open in the car because as we were driving home oh, you mean you were driving I was back, driving right. back you you were not driving to your house you were in the passenger seat yeah, yeah. Uh, and you <laughs> and you put the Tyrannosaurus coin in and you you went, you went through the motion and for half a second it was just like what if that just worked what, what if, if worked? <laughs> what if either A he was gone or B, he's sitting there in a Power Rangers suit. What do I? What would I do? I would have pulled the car well, over, morphed. and I would have morphed. <laughs> oh man! And then we would have been superheroes. We would have yeah. been Power Rangers. I don't know how to handle that. Uh, <laughs> so, moral of the story, kids: never stop believing. No, hang on, hang on to your hang on to your dreams. Your dreams. Um, I don't have anything else to talk about except for the plot where. Um, the Power Rangers 
um, shirk responsibility, not the fact that a giant floating head is telling them they need to fight monsters and robots. Right. They're just like, whoa, man, that's a lot of responsibility. Right. And <laughs> I'm cool with the rest of this, though. Right. The rest of it's fine. I understand the robot. I understand that you're a giant head in a jar. But I have a lot of homework, and, and, uh, and a, I'm a gymnast. Can't do it. Gotta go. Better walk in the desert. Uh, uh, there's, there's a thing that happens with me every once in a while is when I'm reading a review of something uh, written by someone who loves that thing, I get this, this grander vision of it in my head. That happens every week with wrestling. Uh, yeah. With me. But uh, – <laughs> so like if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, man – all this, all this like undertone stuff. Everything that we're talking about, like, you know how Tree needs the translator. They never say that. It's just a thing that constantly yeah. happens. So you're like, oh man, Power Rangers is really. Deep. But you're gonna watch it, and you're gonna be like, oh, this is still a goofy it's show. It's still goofy. So just to kind of bring you back down to that level of man, this is still a really goofy show with low production values. At the end, uh, there's a freeze frame high f- or a freeze frame jump five. Yes, this is even before that. Oh, okay. Uh, Zordon's like. They finally accept they're going to be Power Rangers because they chased Goldar off. Right. Uh, in the three they re- st- in the you- three stages of hell, unmorphed battle with putties, <laughs> morphed battle with monster. Three stages of heck. The three stages of heck. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. <laughs> so there's the unmorphed battle with the putties, morphed battle with the monster, uh, giant battle with the robots. Right. With Megazord versus a that's giant the, monster. That's the menu every week. Yep. So they go back to the command center and their friend's like, oh, five will be Power Rangers or whatever, I guess. I mean, once you, ru- once you drive a Megazord, you going to turn actually, that down? You're going to return that? Yeah. No. No, they're super pumped when they get back. Yeah. Like, we just saved the world! What? What? <laughs> uh, and so they're like, yeah, we'll be Power Rangers. And Zordon's like, <laughs> he's trying to have this super deep, like, yes, the world needs you and you need each other. Right. And Pure. next to Zordon are these two pylons <laughs> with these rings of light that, you know, they go up. It's like Christmas lights that yeah. are on, like, a, not a timer, but, like, uh, but the, they blink in, in a pattern. Yeah. But it's like that, but rings. And it looks like the light's moving up. Yeah. The way that they blink. Uh, the top one on Zordon's right, which would be your left looking at the TV, uh, is out. Yeah. Like, part of, <laughs> part of it is not lit. Uh, so there's Power Rangers. So that's that Power Rangers. Um, uh, also... <laughs> The, there's there's three rules the three rules of plot convenience, which are uh, never uh, use your powers for personal gain, never escalate a battle until Rita does, and never reveal your identities. Right. This is literally because in the Japanese footage, uh, they never. Escalate a battle like they don't have extra footage yeah, to just show yeah. them like because not yet not yet because because ZU2 is yeah yeah that's, that's uh, I'll have later. to look up when that starts after episode 40 after Cyclopsis uh, uh, everything right. between Cyclopsis and the Thunder Megazords is brand new footage um, well not everything but there is brand new footage mixed in with Japanese footage I'm pretty sure it's all new we'll have to look I'm pretty sure it's all new just because there's 40 episodes but, in Zoo Ranger 2. But also in the new footage that they shoot specifically for the American show, uh, Yellow Ranger's still a dude. <laughs> well, continuity. <laughs> so at least they got that. I guess. Uh, uh, it's a it's a slimmer. It's a slimmer dude, but it's a dude. Still, still obviously. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the re- I think the reason for this is because they don't have any footage of them jumping in the Megazord and stomping a putty. Right. Like, And they can't. 
They and can't I mean, show extra stuff. They, they, they couldn't be if... It's also because Power Rangers is about responsibility. Well, yeah, if if they every time they had to fight a putty, they if they first. jumped into the Megazord and stomped him, they where's wouldn't, the drama? They wouldn't be good people. That's Vulcan Skull. <laughs> That's what Vulcan yeah. Skull would do in a fight. Uh, which they become Power Rangers in a dream sequence later, and it's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, especially after we get past of the first four or five. Once we get rolling. It's going to be good. Yeah. Should uh, be good now. Hopefully we, you enjoyed this. We salvaged this episode pretty good, so I'm back yeah. on board. Uh, <laughs> so um, so we're just going to wrap it up. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. Uh, this is the Morphin Grid. If you like what you heard and have extra money, maybe donate it to us. Yeah. Because things cost money. Po- you know, Podcasts have a upkeep. We're not saying, hey, donate to us. We're saying, because, right. like, dude, I'm poor. It's just, uh, but <laughs> it's look. Okay. Guys, it's a free podcast. (laughs) It's always going to be free. I guarantee you, you will never have to pay for this podcast. But if you have some extra money and you really enjoy us, uh, we will we'll have some sort of perk system worked out. (laughs) Um, You know, we'll definitely thank you on air. A bunch of stuff. Hopefully, there'll be an episode every week that we're recording this. We're going to record a a batch of them first. Yeah, we're going to have a stockpile of ten to start uh, with. So if we have if we miss a week, we can still have something to release. Right. Um, So you might. Email us at the provided link that might, doesn't exist, might uh, and we might we might get back to you in the email, but not mention it on the podcast. That's probably because we're ten episodes behind where you emailed us, and we'll definitely get to it eventually. This has been the Morphin Grid. I had a lot of fun salvaging it because it was yeah, a little it was a little dark in the beginning. We were- I, I like that we just talked about Power Rangers this time. I'm hoping that the rest of the podcast can live up to this. Because it's just going to be us running down episodes. I don't, I don't have any more uh, this, good this stories. Introduction <laughs> episode, so this is the perfect one to get the stories and just all the origin and all the weird facts and stuff out. Right. Like, so this is good. Like originally, uh, Rita, or Bandora in the Z Ranger version, this is just a final fun fact for you guys. Um, her, the reason she's mad at the Z Rangers is because they killed her kid. Um, yeah. or, or their tribes... 10,000 years ago, killed her kid, and now she wants revenge on them. That's been podcast. Uh, Catch you guys next time. And may the power protect you. But he's basically like, these are the tributes. The tributes. These are the tributes. The attributes. song. Whatever. These are the 74th annual Hunger Games. Let's go dead air for a second.